Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about The Expanse Season 2, Episode 4, it's called Godspeed. Full spoilers for the episode as always. I thought it was a pretty fun episode. Oh, this is one of my favourites. It was, uh, even though we had no Martian stuff, which I, I did miss a little bit because I've been enjoying the, uh, the the build of Draper and her crew. Yeah. But uh, it was very focused. It was very much about what was brought up at the end of the last episode. It is okay. We're going to use Anavu to hit and destroy potentially uh, Eros. Yeah, they want to knock it into the sun. Knock it into the sun, and it also involves planting some explosives around the surface to make sure that there's no Trajectory entry and, yeah, and all the rest stuff, of it. Yeah. Uh, so, so Holden's not particularly amused by this plan at first, but he does see reason and he's convinced that they need to do it. Uh, probably my favourite line of the episode is when it cut to Naomi and she's like the Mormons are going to be pissed <laughs> <laughs> and they are <laughs> they are they're going to be especially pissed when they find out the whole reason they stole their ship and tried to fly it into a, a space station failed yep. <laughs> didn't yep. even succeed <laughs> you you got to imagine obviously they were all kicked off the ship you got to imagine their reactions when they saw it Launching was yeah. like, wait, 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 what's going on? Our ship's going. Our ship's yeah. going without us. That said, it didn't hit Earth and they could potentially get it back. I see no reason why not. Uh, maybe, maybe they'll just let it keep going and hit the sun. <laughs> That'd be a bit of a dick move. <laughs> it would be. Oh, dear. Uh, so, yeah, this is the whole thing. And Holden agrees. So they have, they have the Rassi and they're going on. And uh, Diogo's going on the mission as well again. He's with Miller, who, and he's a part of the team that's going to go spacewalking to actually plant all the explosives around the exterior, which everyone keeps pointing out to him is kind of ironic given that he's never done a spacewalk and he hates space, but yeah. he's doing it anyway. And, yeah, so the whole thing, I mean, obviously there's a couple of things on Earth and we'll talk about that, but that's pretty much most of the episode is this mission. It's going out there... And the problems that arise when they do go out there, the things that creep up, a few really intriguing things. Um, oh, yeah. So, first first and foremost, uh, we'll save the biggie, but the first and foremost is, is it seems like there's no one there at first, on the outside. No one's getting But then they find a ship. They find a small ship that's sort of docked on the outside of the, the space station. And they send in a drone... And when I got super intrigued is when someone snuck up behind the drone and hit it. We just see a quick glimpse of someone in a space suit. Yeah. Uh, I was like, ooh, who are these people? I was waiting for them to like replay it and go see if they recognise a uniform or anything like yeah. that. And I don't, I still don't think we really know who it was. I mean, obviously the the guy, they talk because they get the comms up and they talk to presumably the captain of the ship. Yeah. And I, even though he says he's part of like a peacekeeping group or whatever and they're there to find survivors... I don't think I believe him. You don't, you don't buy it. No, it seems like bullshit. It seems like bullshit to me. I don't know, maybe, maybe it was, but uh, it, it gives them this whole thing where Holden has to be like, all right, they think we're Martians because of the the, the, ship. the ship and all that. And he, he tries to play sort of hardball and like, right, we're going to board you and he tries to scare them so that he can then say, right, so we're trying to save their lives and he says, right, you need to leave, keep this trajectory. But then it's around this time that Miller finds that there's actually been an airlock that's been breached. Yeah. And they find like a dead dead astronaut in there, and it turns out he's from that ship, surprising no one. And that's when Miller has, to, oh, not Miller, sorry, Holden has to get stern. He's like, "You lied to us. You have to surrender yourself so we can test you, make sure you're not infected, and so on." And we don't even know if they definitely had a sample. We don't know if they definitely were infected. We don't know. No, that that's the that's why it's such a hard call, isn't it? Yeah, it's a it's like this like impossible decision. But it's like, well, they're not willing to cooperate, and 
and it, it doesn't even matter if they're infected or not because they they're going to broadcast the information about it which will bring others yeah yeah that's that's the real crux of the problem but they're refusing to go in if they don't if they wait like, they, they end up with a timer so like they're, they're going around the uh, the space station so if they get all the way around and they're going to be unjammable yeah, it'll, there, it'll be it'll be blocked because yeah. of the the rock between them and at that point it'll be too late to do anything about it so they've got like a minute at this point and I actually really love this scene, holding like debating with himself if he needs to, and kind of like logically you're thinking he has to. There's nothing else. Yeah, to... if they don't turn back, he has to. They've left him no choice. When when the guy says, "Oh well, if you really want the same thing as us, you know what you have to do." And he turns off. The... As soon as he turns off the comms, I'm like, "Well, that's it. You need to die." Sorry. Yeah. And and I think the thing is, he knows that. Like as soon as they turn off, Holden knows that as well. But he delays. He, just, he he delays just in case they decide to turn around. Yeah. And everyone in the room can feel the, feel the tension. So it's an incredibly well done scene because you know he has to do it, but he's holding off because he's killing people, and it's it's not a decision he takes lightly. And we've seen the guilt that he has over everything that he's done. And it's it feels like a bigger deal the uh, after Miller shot the guy before and his reaction to that. Yeah, and they're, actually, they're unarmed, and these guys they're not a physical threat. Yeah, and do you know what I love as well? I love that after he fires the rocket, it blows up the thing, uh, the ship. I love that it cuts back to them and their asset, and he just starts screaming. He's just yeah. he's pissed that he had to do that. Yeah. Uh, and everyone else is just kind of in shock. Which, by the way, I just want to mention Amos. I was kind of like, this is a bad plan. The moment Amos went, I like this plan. Yeah. I was like, but this is a bad <laughs> yeah. plan. Turn back to Amos likes it. It's a bad plan. <laughs> I love Amos so much at this Cause point. Because he, he made two comments about liking the plan. Uh, and uh, I was I, like, but, oh, this is not going to go well. Nah, I was like, oh, this is going to go bad because Amos is on board. That, that <laughs> means you know you went off the deep end. Uh, but, he, but even Fred Johnson's like willing to sacrifice his entire public standing because he's built an entire like sort of business out of like building this ship for the, the Mormons and mm. you know he'll, he'll be seen as an enemy after this by a lot of people but he believes it needs to be done. Yeah, it's great good. Yeah, great good and all that. So, so that was all exciting as well. So as soon as he like as soon as Miller noticed like that airlock doesn't look sealed, someone's been in there. That looks as if it's been pried open previously mm. in fact the flashing light behind it made me think someone was cutting their way out with a blowtorch all right okay it was just a small thing i, I realized it wasn't quite quickly but it was just the first little glimpse there was like yeah. a sort of flickering light behind it behind the, the seam of the door and i was like I oh it just it looked like someone was cutting their way out um but anyway so the, the, the debris of the ship they blow up uh like they're like all right crap there's all this debris coming towards the space station now miller it's coming your direction cover yeah all right and obviously we've seen uh, gravity. Diogo. The, the, oh, right. the, the name. Yeah, the, the, the name. Way on my head there. Yeah, we've seen grav. If you've seen gravity, you know how dangerous a bit of debris in space can be. Yeah, it goes quick. It goes quick, and they're planting these bombs along the way, and they're they're having their, their banter. And there's been this running joke throughout the whole thing where uh, Diogo said to him, "Oh, space walking is better than sex." And as soon as he comes out onto space, and he like he hates the whole the, the flight, he hates he lands really rough. He's like, "I still say you've never been laid, kid." <laughs> like, <laughs> and they keep this running joke going. Yeah. Uh, so, so you have them bonding a little bit, and they've bond, bonded a little bit in the last couple of episodes because he's kind of helped them, and you know he arrested them last season, and they've had this thing. Yeah. So the debris. Damages one of the bombs. Uh, it damages the, the the destruction mechanism. Even, and, even uh, before we see that, control. it hits Miller's suit. 
Oh yeah, he's panicking and he's like using the, the self seal patch thing that they have. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Like Diogo's just saying, like, be calm. Like in your chest pouch, it's there. There's your sealer thing. Yeah, they, they plan for this. If you're a if space flight's common, yeah. you plan for this kind of thing. Yeah, we, we spoke about it in the first season when they did it on the ship. I was like, yeah, of course they'd have those all around. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. But I like that they've just got it on them as an emergency as well. Yeah, no, it's, it's a really cool uh, detail that really works. By the way, there was something I really liked. Uh, in this episode that I was noticing, and obviously they've had it the whole time, but it was really working for me in this one. You know how the sound the uh, the mag books make when it's like yeah. they've, they've only they've not really got gravity, but the mag books are keeping them on the floor. Yeah, it was when uh, Holden was getting angry after he had to shoot the the ship, mm. and it was just like it was like his anger was just being punctuated by the thudding of the mag books. Mm. And it was almost like an extra part of the sound design. It was like adding to the beat of the scene. It was just a really nice little touch. I liked it. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, bomb, bombs buggered, and they can reset it for sixty seconds. But you have to keep tapping the screen. Uh, do you know what this reminded me of? Obviously, it's so much more condensed. It reminds me of your, your computer wants to update, but you don't want it to. But it only lets you delete it for four hours, so you have to keep. You yeah, have to keep yeah, keep pressing postpone. Four more hours. Four more hours. <laughs> Windows Ten, unfortunately, is a little slide dick and likes to just do it behind yeah, your no, back. You got no choice about it, have you? Oh yeah, Windows Ten's better than the, the last couple, but that's the one thing I don't like about it. I agree. Awful, okay. awful stuff. But uh, no, so that's so we, we end this up in this predicament, and Miller does the honourable thing because he's older and you know the kid's got a future. He's like, right, no, nah, no, nah. we don't, we don't, both don't die. I die. Yeah. Go and get laid, kid. It's kind of like well, you knew the scene was going that way as soon as yeah, as soon as it turned out like it revealed that you had to wait there with it. It's like okay, yeah. I see what this is going, but that's okay. Well, see, I saw further than this. Oh yeah, yeah. Because as soon as soon as Miller was left behind, I'm like, okay, you know what? This show has pulled off a couple of surprise deaths before, so it's not out of the realm of possibility. I was considering, I was like, hmm, we could be due a death. <laughs> but I don't think it'd be Miller. I don't think it'd be Miller now. And my prediction was right in essence, what I was thinking here. I just, it was I ended up being a lot simpler than what I thought it was going to be. I thought the, the protomolecule proto inside was going to create either some sort of energy shield or something. Like, I thought it was going to be more flashy. A, a way of defending yeah. itself. And yeah. I, I thought Miller was going to be saved by the protomolecule, because it was defending itself, because it, oh, it doesn't want to get Yeah, so it just up. defends him by proxy. Yeah, uh, and that's what I thought was going to It ended up being much simpler, because obviously the, the Novu comes, and it looks like it just misses, but then it cuts into say, the Rassi, and Amos is like, wait, no, no. That didn't move. Eros yeah, moved. Because yeah. Miller's like, uh, hey, uh, how did it move trajectory? Yeah. And then you look at the screen, and you can see it before they say anything. Mm. You can see Eros's orbit line has shifted. It's yeah. got this jagged so, turn to it. So this is actually my idea, much simpler. Uh, I actually like it more in a way because I think I think it's cooler. Yeah, because it just moved. Like it knew, so it, it moves the entire station off its orbit. It's like, yeah. whoa, that's that seems Im more impressive to me than putting up a shield. Uh, that has been more visually impressive, but this is more impressive an idea. for the yeah. organism itself. Yeah, uh, so. No, this is cool. The idea that this is now defending itself from danger yeah, is really interesting. Really yeah. interesting. Yeah, it is. It's so... And that, that was a big cliffhanger at the end as well. That's, that's what we cut to credits on. It was that revelation that, oh, crap, it moved. 
So, uh, the fallout from this should be fascinating. And what I liked is, is they actually set up in the dialogue, you know, when for a brief moment, Naomi's like, well, come, we can remotely deactivate the bomb and come get you. The issue is the time. Like, it wouldn't have been enough time to get wouldn't have time him. to do that before uh, the Naboo hit him. But they set up the idea that in the next step, so we don't even have to see him get saved, but just know that he can be fine, because they've, they've set up the why he can be saved easily. Yeah. And that's fine. And why the bomb just won't go off. So that's cool. So they've set that up nice and neatly. That's cool. Uh... And that, that was the main the main gist of the episode. Obviously, there was a couple of things on Earth uh, with the Vassarala. Uh, because of the coordinates that Fred Johnson gave her last episode, they found a, a stealth ship, they investigated it, and they kind of tie it to uh, Mao. Yeah, then Protogen, I believe the company yeah, was. It's one of his sub-companies. It's like he, he owns the company that owns them kind of thing. Because yeah. it says it's a third of 1% of her revenue is this company. Yeah, just classic big monopoly umbrella corporation. Yeah. So they bring him in, and uh, Aaron writes there, and they have this facade where he, he's being questioned. Like he's, but then we get the phone call afterwards where Mao's pissed at Aaron Wright because like he thinks she knows that they work together. Yeah, and so we get that nice sort of play play off. I'm enjoying this political sparring. It 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 makes an interesting change of pace to the other stuff. Oh yeah, it's very different, but it's all relevant to what's going on. Everything's yeah. fueled by what else is going on, which is really cool. Yeah. So obviously we didn't get the Martians, uh, but that's fine. I'm sure we'll get a nice uh, return to them next week or so. But uh, no, I really enjoyed this episode. It was really simple, really straightforward. It was one mission. It kept its focus. Yeah. Um. I yeah, uh, I love the music in this episode multiple times. It, it stood mm. out as just being fantastic. The first one that really hit me was when the the Nobu was taking off when it was first launching. Yeah. Oh, that was a, gorgeous piece there the spacewalk and yep, uh, i agree and then the whole ending bit as well music i mean the sound design I, th- I think sometimes the 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 dialogue gets a little bit murky but otherwise i think the sound mix is otherwise really impressive uh, yeah there's a lot of really creative stuff going on with the sound yeah uh, so no i i agree with that honestly my only complaint and i very really complain about the effects i do think the uh the, the masthead or the nouveau yeah, it was sticking. The the one th- shot that really bothered me is when we looked at it head on. It was right at the end. We looked at the Novu head on, and then we zoomed out. Mm. And it just it really stuck out to me then. It was that, and then and also when it was taken off, where I thought, oh, that looks really kind of. I think it's subpar. the goldness of it. It's yeah, shiny, and it just feel. It's like um. But I don't see when we first seen it last season. We went, oh, Jesus, that's big. I don't think we at the time thought it looked bad though. I feel like it was just this episode Maybe. where for some Maybe. reason that one part just stood out as looking a bit. So it, re- it reminds me of like you know the the second Hobbit film. The Aye. CG is mostly pretty good, except for the molten gold. And I don't, maybe it's something to do with the gold effect, like the colour of it and the way it reacts to light that makes it seem more unnatural. Yeah, maybe. Possible. I don't know. Pretty good episode, though. Like, oh, it was, I yeah. Really it was great. It. it was really intriguing. Uh, this, you know, the protomolecule's building something really fascinating. It's defending itself now. It can move an entire space station I mean, basically, on a whim. Yeah, basically, basically this entire episode was built to that reveal. That's what the whole episode was about. It was so at the end... Yeah. All this plan would fail, and you knew you kind of knew it would fail. Like you knew it wasn't going to be the too end easy. of it. Yeah, it was too easy, but you didn't know how. It was all built. Well, that said, this. they did remind us about that. There's other other versions. That there's another bit of it out there. Oh yeah, they did bring this up. Uh, the small sample they hid in the asteroid. 
uh, in the first yep. episode, uh, which I actually do remember. We forgot to mention that when we talked about that. There was so much in that first double that we yeah. forgot to mention that. Uh, but we did notice it happened, and we remembered it happened. It was just a case of not talking about it. Uh, yeah. But that's still there, uh, and that was brought so in the conversation. It was kind of to the point where even if they had destroyed it, like if this plan had worked, it's like okay, it's not completely gone. Yeah, but that'd have been easy. They just went and destroyed that as well. Uh, yeah, probably. Because uh, the whole reason why they stashed that is so that they'd have a way of maybe studying it to have a vaccine at the time. That was kind of the thinking. Yeah. Uh, and that's still going to be a reason to keep it. I mean, it, it might come in. Obviously, it's going to come into play at some point. It'll be important. There's no way they'd remind us about it as well if it wasn't relevant. Okay. Even if I mean, it I assume it would be relevant anyway yeah. because this show kind of has. It, that. It, they spent like 15 minutes hiding it in the first episode. There's no way that wasn't going to pop up. No. E- even but... if it was three seasons from now, that would be. A thing at some point, but the fact that it reminded me again now makes me feel like it'll be sometime this season. Yeah, probably, probably. Uh, which again, it was, it was a nice little conversation actually between uh, Miller and Naomi. Yeah, a little bit of OPA. Uh, by the way, the the OPA accent's pretty cool, but I do think Diogo was going so thick at one point it sounded Jamaican. Was it just me? It was when he said it was when he made the first joke about him never having a. Sex and he says something like, "Oh, I turn the ass, the ass to dust, or something like that." He says, "Ah, uh, yeah." And it sounded I think it, really it's Jamaican. such a hard accent to do because it's not a real accent. Yeah, it's a combination of things. Yeah, that I kind of give come some slack on it. Joe is good at it. Uh, uh, Johnson's second in command. Uh, Aye, she does a really yeah, good. She's uh, good. Uh, I, Joe, I just look for her name, and her, her credit on IMDb is literally Colonel Johnson's second in command. Is it actually? Yeah. That's what, that's what it's on IMDb as. <laughs> Thanks, IMDb. <laughs> I thought, I'll be more specific. I'll be professional and say her actual name. And it just says second in command. It's all right. I just had a glance at the, the cast overview. Not for this episode, just the general one. Mm-hmm. And the one at the bottom, has it, it's someone without a picture. And it just says, background, six episodes. <laughs> just say extra. Like, I know. <laughs> Background. Background. Jesus. What, is he actually playing a wall? I have no idea. <laughs> I really want to know, though. Just, just up right at the wall, you know, in camouflage. <laughs> like, I'm background. I'm taking this role seriously. Uh-huh. Oh, dear. Oh, no. Uh, great episode, though. Uh, really intriguing. Built all this yeah. stuff up. Uh, fun action stuff. Uh, yeah, the rest of the CG, obviously we called out the, the, the figurehead, but everything, everything else, else looks yeah. great. And that, that, that's up to par with the rest of the show, is t- generally speaking, the ships and all that look great. Yeah. Very, very real, is there anything that sticks out as being slightly off or slightly... And and scared. Noah mentioned this last time, uh, whether it came on, but god damn it, I love those missiles. <laughs> do you like the little thrusters that line them up and then they fire? I do, I yeah. do, I love it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, by the way, there was a good. Speaking of the sound mix and stuff, there was a uh, when the Novu took off and the thrusters all kicked in. Mm-hmm. Oh, the rumble for the bass, I know, the subwoofer. Oh, oh, it was oh. going for it, wasn't it? Yeah, it really, really was. And it, it kept because they all fired off kind of like in sequence. It wasn't just all at the same time. It, it got stronger. Built. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was it great. Was cool. uh, good sound design, and, and especially in a space show, does a lot. Yeah, it's it's important. Does a lot. Or it is to me at least. Yeah. I love the mag boots, especially when they're outside in the the vacuum, but you can still hear it through their suits. They have this idea that you still hear what they're hearing through the suits. Yeah, because that's what they hear through the vibration. Yeah, so you're still hearing the clunking, and it's just us. It builds a good atmosphere. It's great. Yeah, it it builds the 
the scene for you. Yeah, it does. Those little things, the sounds and... I'm so uh, glad we caught up with this show. Yeah. Uh, I, I often wonder, would, like, I almost want them to, like, properly get uh, smell technology so we can smell stuff from a scene. But then I think, but what about all the scenes with dead bodies and stuff? It'll be awful. It'll be uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, like, and really not in a, oh, this is making me uncomfortable the way it's meant to. It'll just be, oh, I feel like it's throwing up. <laughs> Yeah, they have to really tone it down. <laughs> yeah. But then, then you'd notice the contrast. When something smells nice, they'll pump it out. When yeah, something so, smells oh, bad, smells they'll, they'll tone it down, yeah. and you'll notice it more. It would completely re- reinvigorate the fart joke, though, wouldn't it? If you could smell it before someone commented on it. <laughs> I would. <laughs> no idea. I'm not sure I want to. That's expanse. We're going off topic now because yeah. we're, we're rambling. But uh, solid, solid episode. Uh, let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below. Uh, and again, thanks to everyone who's commenting, telling us about the sciencey stuff and all the other things. Because yeah, someone in the comments last week they mentioned that the ship that was heading to Tycho. Because remember we kept saying, "Oh, the ship was heading to Tycho at the end of season one." Yeah, yeah. It never arrived. Uh, that was one of the ones. That was the one that was the UN ship. That was the one that was in the exchange with the Martian ship last week. So it seemed like it got diverted when uh, this stuff right, went okay. down. Makes sense. So it's in the area. Uh, so they probably could have made that clear, but I'm glad people pick up on these little tidbits and tell us when we don't notice it. And I like yeah, that. We've, so, got, we've got a good audience for that. They yeah. keep us up to date on these smaller details that we we may miss. Yeah, yeah, we're too busy obsessing about uh, sound design and whatnot. Um, <laughs> hey, someone's got to. So yeah, thanks for watching, guys. Let us know what you think. Uh, like and subscribe and all that stuff. We always appreciate it. We'll see you next time.